I think one of the biggest fears that people have when they're like, okay, I got to open another gym. How am I going to cover the payroll? How am I going to cover the rent? How am I going to do all those things? Now imagine if you could be profitable on day one. Profitable on day one, how many gyms would you want to open? A lot of people would say a lot. I'd say a lot minus the people side of the business because obviously the people side of the business adds some complexity. Most people would not share this for you. They would require to, you to pay them a lot of money to share this with you, but we're going to give it to you because that's the value that we want to provide. We want to provide more value to gym owners than anybody else. So you're not going to hear this anywhere else because I don't know if anyone else has ever actually achieved this. Welcome to the Fitness Empire Podcast, where we show gym owners how to dominate their competition and build a massively profitable fitness business. Dustin and Matt collectively own 12 gyms and have a combined 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. They're here to help gym owners create an empire of impact and income. Hello and welcome fellow gym owners to another episode of the Fitness Empire podcast. Super excited about today's episode because it is for people who might be opening a brand new gym, people who might be adding on an additional location, or people who just want to have a smash hit of a challenge. All three, it could totally apply. So today's topic that Matt and I are going to go into is how to open your gym with 300 to 400 plus clients on day one. And that might sound crazy, but we're going to be talking you through a strategy where that has happened, not just once, not just twice, multiple times. And so we want to walk you through how to do it. And it can be used for a brand new gym, or it could be used for your next big challenge. So you're you're not going to open another location, but you have this big challenge. I guess slip it in terms of timing, like the time that you'll be listening to this, you're probably going to be thinking big fall challenge. Like that would be the next time you'd be able to probably apply this. And so again, take notes, Matt has a award-winning process and I've opened many gyms and done things very similar. So I know that it works. And so we're going to walk you through it step-by-step before we do, Matt, I definitely want you to remind the audience about domination workshop. Why don't you share with them why they should take the time to hop on a flight, come out to your HQ in Grand Haven, Michigan, and sit through the two days of presentations. I would love to talk about that. Obviously, Domination Workshop, August 25th, 26th. Right now, there is still early bird bonuses that you get the leadership day on top of that and some other awesome bonuses. But it's really going to be the event of the year. So if you really want to learn how to grow your business the right way in 2023, you have to be in the room. And one of the most important things in life is finding yourself in the right room, getting the right information from the right people. Obviously, if you've been tuning in, we have nearly a thousand people tuning in every week to the Fitness Empire podcast. So with that, you know that the information that we are providing is world-class. Like just what we're going to talk about today, no one talks about because nobody has done it. So me and Dustin have been there. We've done it. We've made all the mistakes. And we also know where the fitness industry is going and where you need to be positioning yourself in 2023 going into 2024. The other person that this is for, not just people that want to scale and grow, because obviously it's the Fitness Empire podcast. So we're really talking about people that want to really grow their business and take their business to the next level. But there are some people that right now are struggling and they need some motivation. They need some encouragement. They need some inspiration. So if you want the tools, the tactics the strategies, but you also want to leave inspired and fired up. And maybe you feel like, hey, right now I need to hit the reset button in my business and I need to relight my fire. We are going to do that for you. So it's all tactics. It's all strategies. It's not theoretical. It's not we read a book and then, hey, now we're teaching you how to do what's in the book. It's what we've actually done to grow our fitness empires. And it's real and it's raw where we're going to tell you what we screwed up on, how to not do it, and then how to do it inside of your business. Because sometimes we learn better by what not to do than this is how you do it. It's like teaching a client an exercise that's like doing a plank. Hey, this is what we want your plank. Don't do it this way where you got your butt up in the hair and yada, yada. And people learn better from that because they don't want to be the person with their butt in the air. So we've done all the butt in the air. 
mistakes that you could possibly make in business. We don't want you to make those inside of your business. So it's really a cheat code of our last 10 years. Dustin's been in the industry for 20 years, but my 10 years of how I went and scaled to 10 gyms in seven years, how we've had four gyms doing over a million dollars a year, like the entire thing from operations to to marketing to to all that stuff is going to be included. There is nothing that we're going to leave out. So you're going to have the entire blueprint provided to you for a crazy deal right now. Right now, if you're still getting the early bird, it's a thousand dollars to get millions of dollars worth of lessons. You're not going to find that that anywhere else. Guaranteed. Love it. So guys, dominationworkshop.com, get registered, bring your team, let me and Matt pour into you and your team and leave fired up. And that is why we put on this event because we want to help the fitness industry, want to unite the fitness industry and help you guys to have a winning formula to success so you can have a bigger impact in your community and a bigger income as a gym owner. And so today's topic is definitely going to hit both because we're going to be talking about helping people get healthy and fit and then helping you have a healthier profit margin. So Matt, I'm going to let you kick things off. How can somebody get 300 to 400 plus members into their doors before they open doors? Yeah, absolutely. So this is an awesome topic. I used to talk about this at Domination Workshop, but it really created a blueprint of how do you go to the next gym and how do you open so that you're at least covering covering your payroll? Because I think one of the biggest fears that people have when they're like, okay, I got to open another gym. How am I going to cover the payroll? How am I going to cover the rent? How am I going to do all those things? Now imagine if you could be profitable on day one. Profitable on day one, how many gyms would you want to open? A lot of people would say a lot. I'd say a lot minus the people side of the business because obviously the people side of the business adds some complexity. But in order to understand the strategy, I think you have to understand how the strategy was actually created. So the strategy for opening the gym with three to 450 people. So our record is 444 people opened. And that was actually shutting off sales weeks before the doors even opened because we just had too many people that we couldn't service. And that's a fact. So we've had four gyms now between 300 and 450 challengers that we opened with on day one before the days open, before the doors even open. And most people would not share this for you. They would require to, you to pay them a lot of money to share this with you, but we're going to give it to you because that's the value that we want to provide. We want to provide more value to gym owners than anybody else. So you're not going to hear this anywhere else because I don't know if anyone else has ever actually achieved this. So it actually started with when I opened my first Fit Body Bootcamp, the grand opening strategy was cold traffic to a paid in full special. Cold traffic to a paid in full special. There couldn't be a worse strategy to try to get people that don't know you to get started in your gym. I'm going to give you a 12-month upfront payment. Before I don't even know who you are. Uh, I got one person to sign up, and it was the principal of the high school who I already had a relationship with because I was the strength and conditioning coach at the high school. So the only reason the person even signed up is because they already knew me, liked me, and trusted me. That was it. And I actually gave the person a refund because I felt bad because I had other people paying less than that. So I had 60 clients that came with me from my previous experience that started and they were paying way less than her. So I gave her a refund. I said, hey, I really want you to try before you commit. And that's how bad my mindset that was at the time, just so we're aware. I gave somebody a refund because I wasn't sure it was worth uh, what they paid for it. But with that, I had one person. It was terrible. If I didn't have the 60 people, I would have been absolutely screwed and probably out of business because I didn't know anything about marketing. So then I got on the precision nutrition at the time was like the be all end all when it came to nutrition and certifications. And it's kind of like, if you're not precision nutrition certified, then, you know, what are you doing? Thought it was the be all ends all. And I don't, I'm not sure if they still do it, but at the time, they had their certification and then they had their coaching program and they only opened it twice a year. And if you wanted any chance, and I'm doing quotations, any chance of getting the certification or being able to get coaching, you needed to get on their pre-sale list. So they opened the pre-sale before they opened it to the general public. And really that was going to be the only way that you were going to be able to get the certification. So I got on their pre-sale list. And then I started getting emails with great content because they are known for their amazing content. 
They were showing success of people that have gone through their certification process. They were sharing testimonials of people that went through the certification process. And then they would always drip that reminder that, hey, the pre-sale is going live on this date. It's going to sell out. If you want any chance of getting the certification, you're going to want to obviously open your emails and purchase the program right away. They were pre-framing me to buy the entire time. And at the time, I didn't have a lot of money, but I had to have the certification. And I was waiting. I think it went live at 8 a.m. And I was waiting at my computer, ready to buy with my credit card out because I did not want to miss the chance of getting this magical certification that was going to somehow change my life as a fitness professional. So it was 800 bucks, but I couldn't buy the thing fast enough. And I just stopped. I'm like, I don't have a lot of money. And I literally was so eager to freaking buy this program. And I was like, how do I duplicate that experience? That was it. So I really believe in rip off and duplicate. And I always tried to learn from the outside world. And I know you do too, Dustin, where it's like, okay, what voodoo did they just do on me that a pretty much broke at the time person was willing and waiting and sitting at their computer ready to pay them $800, which at the time might as well have been like $10,000. And I did it willingly and I would have paid more money, right? And then I filed the process throughout afterwards and lo and behold, it didn't sell out. But I guarantee you, they just create a buying frenzy, right? So I was like, okay, this was awesome. And at the time I had one location I was like, how do I duplicate that from a challenge perspective? Because we were running challenges and I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do exactly what they did. So I did a giveaway for the challenge, which then put them on the pre-sale list. And I think we had probably like two, 300 people opt in. And at that time you could give away very little and people would opt in like very little. Uh, it's crazy what you have to do today to get an opt-in compared to what you need to do before to get an opt-in because people are just way more skeptical and they're used to the tactics and the strategies that people use. But it was in the summer. It was after the 4th of July. So keep in mind, like again, July is typically a month that is really hard to get people to to buy any type of program, let alone a challenge. But it was a four-week challenge and I did the whole thing. I did the giveaway. I got them on my email list. I nurtured them, let them know, hey, it's going to sell out. Yeah, I pretty much followed the script. And it was on a Sunday. And I remember the first email went out at 8 a.m. And then I created a, what I thought was a false urgency email, but it actually wasn't. So at 8 a.m., I sent the email out. You know, I hyped it up. I let them know, hey, there's X amount of people on our pre-sale list. There's only this many spots. And I showed them all the results that people were getting on with our challenge and that this was going to be the lowest price that we ever offer for a challenge. And 8 a.m., I send the email out. I set up an email for 10 a.m., which was like 50% of the spots are sold out at, at, at 10 a.m. And I remember getting out of church and sitting down at Panera, and I look in my, at that time, it was my MindBody account, and I had 118 sales by, it was like 11.15 a.m., in one location, right? And that was all non-members. I had to shut it down because I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to service 118 people. This is bananas. And I shut it down, right? Like now I probably would go, okay, how can we add more people or how can we make sure that we provide the level of service? But at that time, that was like unheard of for challengers coming in, let alone in a, what is that? A three and a half hour period of time. Obviously, it wasn't just three and a half hours of sales. It was everything leading up to that process. I, then I was like, okay. So we used that process multiple times for multiple challenge. And it kept working to the point that we were growing enough that it was time to open a second location. And again, I was like, I'm not repeating what I just did with a cold traffic to a paid and full. That obviously didn't work. I was going to have overhead. I was going to have payroll. I was going to have all these expenses. So I said, like, okay, let's remanufacture this process. But now let's do it for a grand opening to a charter membership. So we just did six months. It was only one six-month free. That was it. One six-month free. Plus, you're going to get on our 
early bird registration or pre-sale list to be able to get a charter membership. They didn't really care about the charter membership at the time, but they wanted the free six months. And it was free six months of boot camp. And that was it. I was able to get 800 people on that list. And then I drove them all to a open house. And we said, we're going to have 50 charter memberships. That was it. Only 50. That was all we're going to have. First come, first serve. That first night, we so we were going to do a Friday night and then Saturday morning. And then at the event, we had people doing boot camp sessions. So the energy was high. They could see the product. And then obviously there was a line of people and that they knew if they didn't take advantage of it. So we sold them a $97 charter membership. And then we sold way past the 50 on the first night. And I was like, hey, we have people coming tomorrow. I was like, hey, it's sold out, but we're opening another 50 spots. Basically, first come, first serve. Once the spots are gone, they're gone. And we ended up selling 108 charter memberships to people that had no idea even who we are. They signed up for a 12-month agreement at $97. We did let them have a 30-day unconditional money-back guarantee. But that allowed us to open our door with $10,000 a month in EFT. And at the time, that was unheard of. No one had ever done that before. And then we just kept going. I'll share with you how we evolved the strategy in just a minute. But I want to let Dustin get some words in if he has anything to add on that before we keep rolling. I think that the big thing that everyone's got to pay attention to is that you're constantly chasing feeling. And that's something that I really admire about you, Matt, is that you think beyond just like the tasks, like people just do things like I got to run a session, I got to do an orientation. But one thing that you check people on is how are you going to make them feel? And so the fact that you said, I want them in a big group boot camp session, because I want them to feel the community, I want them to feel the energy. At the end of the day, guys, like we know that it's going to be a long-term pacing for them to get the result, but the little quick hit they can feel today is just feeling good today. And if you can chain that for six months or 12 months, then you create a transformation. So the small win is to think about the feeling. So we're going to go through the to-dos and the how-tos, but the deeper layer that I just don't want anyone to miss is we're also thinking about how we're making them feeling from greeting them at the door when they walk into things like orientation sessions, remembering their first name. I know you're going to talk more about this, but just keep that filter on as Matt continues. Here's what to do, but also check yourself on how you're making them feel when you're doing these things as well. And I just want to reemphasize too. So once they get on your email list, then what are you doing? So we're showing one to two client success stories of our gyms at the time. So we had some videos of clients that had success, but even if you don't have videos, hopefully you have some success stories. But one of the biggest things is you want to bring them along for the journey too. So we're showing, hey, look at the progress that we're making. We want them to feel like, hey, this is our gym the entire time. So make them feel involved in the process because no gyms do that. So many people are like, hey, we're opening. Come get a charter membership. And by the way, you're not selling a charter membership. You're selling a result, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Because everybody, like, it's amazing that there's so many people that there's a blueprint to this and they think they're smarter and they just go and screw it up and go straight to like thinking that people want a membership. Nobody wants a membership, period, nobody. 80% of the population doesn't have a gym membership and 67% don't use it. They don't want a gym membership, so do not sell them a gym membership. It's the meaning of what the charter membership actually is, which we'll talk about later. Now, the third location, we did a little bit of a hybrid, but we increased what we offered uh, but we started people with a six-week challenge this time versus a membership. But we also had an open house that people could win prizes if they came. And then we sold them a charter membership at the event. So between the challenge and the charter membership, in our third location, we got to 225 people on day one. So that means that we're making well over $20,000 a month on day one of opening the gym. That was the third location. In the fourth location, we really nailed the entire strategy and really changed the game of what we did because what was happening at the time, getting opt-ins was starting to get a little bit challenging. So I was like, okay, let's change this up. But we also found that the longer you go and you don't change up the offer, 
we're getting the cost of an opt-in just kept increasing and increasing as the weeks went on because the novelty of what you were providing was changing. So we were like, okay, we got to change this up and uh, drastically change our approach as we go on because the strategy should be about 12 weeks long. So if you do it right, it should be about 12 weeks long, but it's going to be about eight weeks of opt-ins. And if they keep seeing the same thing over and over again in a local area, you're going to run through that population. So if they didn't take it on the seven times they've already seen it, do you think they're going to take it on the eighth, the ninth, the tenth? No, you got to change up the offer and reason for somebody to opt in. So phase one, what we did is instead of a six-month giveaway, we did a $10,000 membership giveaway. Yes, 10000 But here's the thing. If you're doing boot camp, it doesn't cost you anything to service those people. Just put them in, into your boot camp because you have leverage. And a lot of people are like, what's the 10000 Break it up however you want. Do a 12-month. Do a six-month. Do some three months. Do some one months. But you do want to have multiple because eventually you're going to use this as a strategy to get people to open their emails after they've already gone through the pre-sale side of things. So keep that in mind. More is better, but you want to make sure that you have enough of like really good ones that people are willing to give you an opt-in. We now do upwards to 20,000. Again, like the competition to get an opt-in and get people to stop the scroll and pay attention has increased dramatically. So if whatever you're doing for giveaways and things like that, you got to elevate the game. The To get an email now, it, it costs more. You got to provide more. So just keep that in mind. So we started with the 10,000. So this is phase one. It's about four weeks long. So it's basically like, hey, we're coming to town in celebration. We're giving away $10,000 in memberships. And you'll also be put on our pre-sale list um, as well. So we're letting them know they're getting on our pre-sale list because no one wants to just get on the pre-sale list. There's no value like, to them. But saying, hey, you're in the pre-sale list, which now gives us permission to talk about the pre-sale and what's going to happen, right? So with that, we frame it's going to sell out, but we're selling now a six-week ultimate transformation challenge on the front end. That's our vehicle to get people through the doors, and that's how we're going to change their life. So we let them know, hey, it's going to sell out. Uh, we start sharing client transformations. We share overall transformations. We also start sharing people that have done our challenge program so they can see the results and the life change that they're going to get. And then we share the updates along the way, just like we talked about before. So that's phase one. It's about four weeks long. Phase two, and this is something that we added because now, again, the cost per lead starts going down. They've already seen it. Now we start doing $10,000 giveaway. Plus, we start giving away spots in our upcoming grand opening transformation challenge. Now with that, that really starts giving us more permission to start talking about the six-week transformation challenge as we get closer to that. And then again, each week we're still showcasing everything that's going on. You should be able to get about a thousand leads doing this for pretty cheap. When I say cheap, $5 or less because it is a massive giveaway. It should not be very expensive to get a lead. You're the new thing in town. People are interested in what you provide. So your cost per lead should be down. Obviously, as we go, the cost per lead is going to go up and you got to be willing to pay for that cost per lead. But if you know the back end and you do a good job on the back end, you should happily pay to be able to do that. So a thousand leads at five bucks is $5,000. And yes, you should be willing to spend at least $5,000 to build your email list on the front end because it's going to pay dividends for the next decade plus. And you're probably never going to find a cheaper lead. Now, this all leads into a pre-sale. So our pre-sale is a two-day event. And I like to do Saturday and Sunday because people are available on Saturday and Sunday. They have the ability to be in front of a computer and make a purchase and have their credit card out. And if you do a good job, people are going to be ready to buy. They're going to be in a buying frenzy on there. So obviously, the week before the pre-sale, we hype that up big time. We do a weekly, every day we show a transformation with a reminder that the pre-sale is going to be here. We have this many people. We only have this many spots. The spots are going to sell out. So make sure you're by your computer at eight o'clock or you might miss your chance on getting one of these life-changing spots into the program. 
So that that's pretty much it. We do six emails in a two-day period. And obviously the urgency and the scarcity increases as we go. So obviously we open it up, very excited. They get to know what we get. That's the first time they actually see the sales funnel of what they're going to be buying. And you should get a massive rush of purchases right away. If you do it right, you're going to get a massive rush of purchases right away. The next thing is then you send out another email like, hey, 50% sold out already. If you want any chance of getting on board, make sure that you purchase. So that should go out in the middle of the day. And then we have a few other tactics to get the emails open that we don't have time to go through all the tactics. We'll say that for a different day or that'll probably be something that we'll just give away to you all so you can see it because it's going to be easier to see what those emails look like. Uh, but the 30 email is, hey, challenge winners announced. And then we let them know, hey, we're going to we're gonna let you know who the challenge winners are starting next Monday. But everybody freaking opens that email. And the game is they got to open the email if you want to sell them, right? And then it's like, hey, we only have X more spots available. So that goes on basically for those six emails. And then so we hit them really hard for two days. Once you hit people really hard for two days, you got to stop. You can't just keep going and you can't just keep pounding. And you can't do any of that stuff. So what we do after that is all peer giveaway at that point with a soft sell. So at that point, we'll have like maybe 10 spots left. And that's what we tell people that we have. But that all next week, we start announcing the winners of the giveaways. And guess what? You save the best for last. You don't give the best one the first day that you do the giveaway. So every day, now you're giving away emails. So now you have that law of reciprocity. Now you have that trust because you're doing exactly what you said you're going to be doing. And then you have the ability to soft sell. And then after that, then you can get back into hard sales and really pushing the scarcity and the urgency if you need to. This leads into phase three, which is sales. So at that point, we'll add, open up Facebook ad sales, start with like 10 spots left, and then we'll just run the play of depending on how much time you have left and how many spots you have to sell. Hey guys, it's Dustin Bogle with The Fitness Empire and we want to connect with you on social media. So Matt and I are asking you to either friend us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram and we'll follow you back. But you want to search our name, Dustin Bogle or Matt Wilbur, and here's what we want to do for you. We want to help you with your biggest pain point in your business. So send us a DM, tell us what that big pain point or struggle is, and we'll share with you whatever we've done when it comes to that pain point in our own business, all right? so. Again, go on Facebook, Instagram, search Dustin Vogel, Matt Wilbur, connect and let us help you grow your business. One of our locations, we barely had to do anything beyond the giveaway once we started giving away the spots because we just didn't have any. And then some other locations, you got to use a little, some tactics. So some things that you can do is, hey, it's sold out, but we're going to leave sales open for today. So this is your last chance to get a spot. That works like a charm. And then if you want to reopen it, you can be like, hey, we sold out completely, but we had two or three people in the last week decide to cancel. So we're going to open up sales for the next two days. Right. And now you can use scarcity and urgency again of, hey, it's closing in the next five hours. Get in now. It's closing in the next hour. Get in now. So you can start really pushing scarcity and urgency. And really to Dustin's point earlier is how do you find reasons to create scarcity and urgency because those are the things that get people to move. So if you have something valuable that they believe can change their life and then you add the scarcity and urgency and create situations and scenarios that you can have additional scarcity and urgency, you're going to create a buying frenzy. Now the caveat to this, you can't do this crap all the time. If you Every time you run a promotion, you try to do this stuff, like your, your audience and blah, they're full of crap. You're going to lose the trust for them. So I am a big believer in creating, even if it's a little bit of a false scarcity and urgency, but I'm a big believer in not overusing it, right? So you can't use it every week. You can't use it even every month. But if you're trying to do a big challenge and a big promotion, you can use some of these tactics to really push it over the top. Now, if we get enough reviews... Over the next couple of weeks, I don't know, we want to set a target. I will give you the entire guide of the entire strategy. Every email, like the whole thing, the whole shebang. 
of what we did. So how many reviews do we want? What what would we make worth giving the entire playbook away? I would want to say at least 10. I'll make a note of how many reviews we have now. And if we're plus 10, then we will drop that in our to our email list. And and basically, actually, let's do this. They got to take do a review, screenshot it, and send it to you and me via DM. And then we'll send you the resources for this. So it'll be only for action takers, people who support the podcast. They get a special hookup. What do you think about that? I think that's great. So give us a review, guys, if you want that resource that Matt's talking about. Actually, let's do one more. Post, post, share, share this on social media. Share one of our episodes on social media as well. Let's get the let's get the word out about this because this is life changing information. No one's sharing this, and I'm not trying to toot our horns, but one, no one's ever done this, and then two, they're not sharing this unless you're paying them a lot of money, right? So. This stuff works, and then obviously giving you literally the blueprints of the emails and all the stuff that that we did. You'll even be able to see some of the ads that we use, so you can see the language, and then rip off and duplicate. But you can use this for anything. If you do a few big challenges throughout the year, I would highly recommend ripping off and duplicating this. So for a challenge, you can do a big giveaway and then say, hey, you're on the pre-sale list, and then you can nurture them and then create a pre-sale type of atmosphere for some of your bigger challenges. This also works if you want to do a new product launch. So if you're doing a new program, people are going to be excited. They're going to be interested. And this is going to be a way that you can really blow it up and sell that program out very quickly. But you got to invest in the getting the opt-ins without getting a purchase at first. You got to invest in actually nurturing those leads properly. So it is a little bit of a process of two to three weeks before you make revenue. And you got to be willing to do that. Obviously, with the grand opening, it's eight weeks of spending about 5000 bucks before we make a dollar. But now those locations, so location four had 400 plus people. Like insane. Location five, which was in a lower end year area, had 300 people. Location six had 444 people. And I could have kept going if I wanted to. And then location seven had around 300 people, a little bit more than 300 people. And again, that was a little bit of a rougher area that we went into. But that was every area. It worked in every area. Good areas, bad areas. Obviously, good areas, it works way better. The cost per lead is going to be easier. But it works literally in every single area. Now... One thing to make this work, you need to know what you're selling. You need to know that you're selling a result. That is it. Like When somebody signs up for your program, they are going to get a result and you're going to change their life. And really the feeling should be, finally there's a gym that's going to solve my problems. They understand me. They get me. They've helped hundreds of people just like me get results. I like them. I know them. I trust them. I want to be a part of this thing. That's the feeling that we want to create with that. Now you may be going, how the heck do you service three to 450 people? Because the goal is not to get 300 to 450 people in your gym. The goal is that they get a result, they stay, then they pay and they refer their friends and they tell everybody, hey, you gotta be a part of this. That's when it explodes. That's why we've had two gyms that have had over a thousand members in boutique fitness boot camps. Two gyms, and we did it within a year. One year. That's called an explosion. But the only way that happens is you get people in, you deliver on what you promise, you provide an amazing experience that they've never had before, and then they refer their friends, but you give them opportunities to refer their friends and be a part of the gym. So I'm going to just kind of lay out some things to be thinking about if you're going to use these strategies. One, is everyone should start with an orientation. You can't meet with everybody one-on-one. Good luck with that. But we start with an orientation and we auto-enroll them into a charter membership, which they have until the end of the challenge to back out of. So you're not forcing anybody to just say, hey, this is how we do things. You're going to auto-enroll into a charter membership that locks you in at a lowest rate. And then you have until the end of the six-week challenge to decide if our program is right for you or not right for you. 
that's it, right? So you de-risk the entire thing. And then you got to make sure that you deliver an amazing experience to those people or else they're not going to stay. Now, from a- I want to point something out for people who are on a challenge instead of opening a gym, this can apply to a challenge too. If you do roll with this idea and you do a big fall challenge and you want to just do, you know, what we call this like an auto-enroll membership and you group close is you're going to do the same exact process but you're going to just get everybody who joins this challenge to all auto enroll into membership. So again, listen with different ears. If you're not opening a gym, this can apply to a challenge too. So I just want to point that out. Man, if, man what would it be to give them the orientation? <laughs> how, to, how to do it? Word how by word, slide by slide. Come to Domination Workshop. And that's where you get those resources because we didn't touch on that when we were introing it, but we are going to be giving... I would say it it sounds ridiculous, but a million dollars worth of resources because if we've both built seven-figure gyms with these resources that we're going to be sharing, they honestly are. But PDFs, guides, checklists, scripts, like all given to you when you come to Domination Workshop. So that's where I would say they have to get that one, in my opinion. All right, perfect. All right, so one of the things that, you know, is our secret weapon is we created a proprietary nutrition system that we call our direct macro system that delivers amazing results for people. So one of the things that we do talk about, we do have a unique mechanism of getting people results, which does separate you from the competition and say, hey, that's why having that results because I haven't done this nutrition program or I haven't done this system. If it's just a cookie cutter meal plan like everybody else, like you're just in the sea and normalcy. So how can you stand out from everybody else with that? What our system does, it allows us to provide custom nutrition at scale, and it makes it easy for our coaches to know exactly what to do to help the clients. But we do weekly check-ins. We do accountability. We provide support. If people aren't turning in their progress reports every week, our team is following up with them. And then the goal, the coaches know our goal is to create a relationship with that person, make that person feel cared for because we actually care about that client. We actually care about getting them results. That's the secret too. You actually have to have a team that's trained that gives a shit. It's not just a tactic and a strategy. Caring isn't a tactic and a strategy, but it is the best tactic and strategy you could ever freaking have inside of your gym of giving a shit about people. So like you can flood your gym, but if you don't have a team, an army of fire breathing dragons that will do anything to help your clients win and actually pour into them and care about them, and make them feel great, this stuff doesn't work. And you'll just be the gym that had a good grand opening and then went out of business, right? So that stuff really does matter. So make sure that you can service those clients. One of the things that we do when we open gyms, which I think we talked about in a previous podcast, is we train up our team for two to three months before we open so that we can deliver an amazing experience to our clients. We're going to talk about that in a second. But if now you have your grand opening, how can you put fuel on the fire, so to speak? How do you like blow this thing up even faster if you want to? Now, if you're already overwhelmed with the thought of having 100 plus challengers in your doors, maybe slow your roll on this a little bit. But I'm a big believer that when you have momentum, you go. A lot of people go, oh, I got a lot of people. Oh, let's hit the freaking e-brake on our business. When you have momentum, you go assuming you can deliver on the service. If you can't deliver on the service, then maybe you should slow down. But you and your team are more capable than they think. The minute some people get a little uncomfortable, they stop. And then they go, I want the same business as Matt and Dustin. I want to blow up my gym to a thousand people. But here's the difference. When we get momentum, we keep going. We keep pushing where the average person fucking stops and hits the e-brake and goes too much, but I want what you want, but you're not willing to do what we do. That's the difference. And oftentimes we listen to our team. Hey, there's too many people. There's too many people. There's too many people. We can't do this. Yes, you can. Instead of saying, why can't we ask yourself, how can we? That's the separator question that you need to be asking yourself. Now, Here's some things that you can do when you have your challenge 
halfway through when people are the most excited, you can do a friends and family week where people can invite their friends or family in for a free week. Now, if you've got a few hundred people in your door with your opening challenge, this might bring a few hundred more people into your door because people are the most excited. You're the new thing in town. People are excited about what's going on. But there's the right way and the wrong way to do a friends and family week. But this is a way to to get that on board. Maybe that's a different episode and a different day. You can follow up with a super cheap LBO. So you have all these leads and people that didn't purchase your program. But this would be the time to do a super cheap LBO, like a 28 days for $28 type of special to get people in. Maybe you didn't hit the number you wanted. This is the way to clean house on all those leads and continue to get people in when they are the most interested inside of your business. Another way that you can do this, when you open, there, this is your chance to get a ton of PR on your business. So I would not do the PR on your business running up to the open of it because you're already going to get so much attention with what you're going to do with the marketing side of things. Now take the PR now that you are open now have PR on top of that. So get on the news, have the news come in, have the Chamber of Commerce do their thing. But if you compare that up with a low barrier offer, like a 28 days for $28, like a stupid grand opening special with that extra PR and that extra attention, getting on the radio, so many things you can be doing. That's another way for you to get probably another 50 to 100 members through your doors pretty easily. And then again, you're like, how do I do that? Auto-enroll them at orientation but provide them a great experience. You need to make sure that your trial program is completely dialed in. So we're going to talk about that in a future episode of how do you dial in your program and make sure you provide a great experience? Because here's what happened to us in our Granville location that eventually did $144,000 a month in revenue. We were getting 25 trials a week when we weren't advertising. But guess what? 25% 25% of people were staying because we were, dude, 25 trials a week is really hard to manage. I don't care how good your team is, but the problem is we didn't have a dialed in system. We were great at marketing. We we're great at providing a good products, like exceptional products, but we did not have a system in place. Like we got away with just being good and people would stay, but when you got 25 trials coming through your door and only 25% of them are staying, eventually you don't have to be smart to go, we need to do a better job with our trials because the other thing you have to learn is, one, like you got to think that I want to be in business forever, but in a five-mile radius around your location, there's only so many human beings that you can put through your doors, right? So if you give somebody a bad trial experience, now you're creating negative marketing in your marketplace. Say, I tried that place and it wasn't very good. I tried that place and they don't really care about you. They say this, but they don't do that, right? It doesn't take long before you ruin your reputation. So I can give, me and Dustin can give you marketing tactics and strategies for days. We can teach you a million ways to get clients. But if you flood your doors and bring people in and they get a bad experience, just realize you're creating your negative reputation and it's just going to put you out of the business faster. So you definitely want to make sure that before you open your doors, you have the experience that you want to provide completely laid out. What are you going to do for your six-week challenge or whatever you're going to do for your grand opening? How are you going to provide a great trial experience to the people that come through your doors? So that's how you royally screw this up. You provide a bad experience. You don't have a good product. Usually... The big bugaboo, if this is your first location, is you don't have your team trained up. They're getting all their crappy reps with all these new people. Now, granted, they don't know any better, but imagine on day one, you provide them a rock star experience. People know their name. They feel like they're included in the business. They feel like they belong. And they're like, man, this place is dialed in. And they know they have their crap together. Because here's the thing. Most gyms don't. So if you do, you instantly set yourself apart from all the other gyms because all the other gyms don't have their crap together and they provide a really crappy experience. So this is your chance to be completely different. One, you're brand new. You're the shiny object. Everyone's talking about you. But now 
can you get them talking about you because you're so different than every other gym and you're different than any gym they've ever tried in the past. And now they have to tell their friends and family that there's just something different. You got to come try it. And that's what you're trying to do. One of the biggest things, and this is so easy, learn names. Not hard to do. You have to be intentional. So be super intentional about learning names and you'll blow people away that they come in the second day and you use their name and they're like, wait, what? How do you know my name? Because no one uses people's names at other gyms, right? But again, we have a system of learning names and we have a system of making sure that our team is learning names and we are adamant that we are using people's names. Not, again, it's not difficult to do. It just takes intentionality and effort and actually giving a shit. If you don't know somebody's name, can you really say, I care about them? No. Hey, hey, you. Hey, you, do like lift heavier weights. Hey, you, great job today. Like people know if you know their name or not, right? That's the easiest thing to do. And then having a system of making people feel like they belong and that they're a part of it. Simply introducing new members to other members in the gym. Little things like that we'll touch on in a future episode of how do you provide a great trial experience that gets people to stay. The last part is, are they even coming? I know it sounds basic, but guess what? If they're not coming, they're not getting results. If they're not coming, they're not staying. And if they're not coming, they're going to tell everybody that you suck. Because they're not going to go to the marketplace and be like, yeah, I tried it, but I never showed up. They're going to be like, oh, that place wasn't very good. They're going to protect the ego. The human being is designed to protect their ego via status. Right. So we make decisions off status and we defend our ego by status, like telling everyone, hey, I went to that place. They were really awesome, but I just didn't go and I'm really fucking lazy. They're not going to tell that to everybody. They're going to be like, yeah, I didn't like it or something of that nature. Right. So now they're going to create negative publicity. So do everything in your power to make sure that people are coming, especially in the first couple of weeks. If they're not coming the first couple of weeks when they're the most motivated, What's the odds of getting them back on track? If they're not turning in their progress report, they're not getting results, right? They're avoiding accountability. Everyone says they need accountability, but everybody wants to be told they're doing awesome. That's what they want. They want to hear praise. They want to hear recognition. Guess what people avoid? People avoid accountability. They say they need it. They say they want it, but they actually avoid it. So don't let them avoid it actually provide it. One of my favorite stories is we had a coach one time, a client wasn't turning in their progress reports and they did everything humanly possible to try to get in contact with them. And then after a session, they ran that client down in the parking lot to get that person to turn in the progress report and really, hey, what's going on? I've been trying to get in touch with you. You haven't turned your progress report in a couple of weeks. Having that conversation, that gets that person back on track. That makes you different than the other gyms. Is your gym willing to run people down in a parking lot to get them to turn in their progress report? Are you willing to call them and email them and text them and nag them about getting back in the gym? Like some people are trying, hey, don't contact them because that's just a prompt to remind them to quit. Do you want to be like every other gym or do you want to be the gym? The one that's different than all the other gyms. The one that doesn't let you quit on your promises. Doesn't let you quit your membership just because season of life got a little fucking busy. I know I'm swearing a lot in this episode, but I'm fired up. That's the gym you want to be. That's how you become a million dollar gym. Don't become a million dollar gym by providing 30 minute group training workouts that look like freaking everybody else. You do what all the other gyms don't do. You do what other gyms aren't willing to do. But it's not just you understanding that. That's your team knowing. That's them delivering the product. That's why you have to come to Domination Workshop because these are the conversations that we're going to have. This is also why you need your managers and maybe your head coaches to come because this is how I'm going to talk to them. They're going to come back fired up, ready to go, and I'm going to be able to say things to them that you can't say to them. And it's going to hit differently and they're going to apply it. And one of the things that the greatest compliment ever that 
ever got domination workshop was like people that bring their team they're like dude like my team is transformed like th that that's it so this message will transform you this message will transform your team but more importantly this is what the industry needs we need people that are willing to do what it takes to help our clients win and it's hard work and it's challenging nothing we do is easy everything that actually delivers results and actually changes people's lives is really freaking hard work every freaking day we're shooting this podcast fyi on the 4th of july most people want to be doing that but we're not most people so who do you want to learn from who do you want in your ear who do you want influencing your state which is your thoughts your beliefs and your feelings because that is going to determine your outcomes it's going to drive your actions drive your outcomes in life let us be that influence. Let us be that little thing on your shoulder influencing your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings so you can actually have the business that you want to have that actually changes people's lives, that actually changes communities. And then eventually, if we're all in alignment with that, eventually we can start making a freaking dent on the health of this crazy country that we live in that has 80% overweight and obesity. 80%, 66% on prescription drugs. 20% of kids are obese. 25% of our population has a diagnosable mental disorder because gyms aren't doing this. Let's be the ones that do this. Let's be the ones that are willing to do what no one else is willing to do. And when somebody pays us money, we are going to freaking break our backs to serve them and help them and get them the results and not let them quit on themselves because that's what they do at every other freaking gym, which is why they are where they are at because every other gym doesn't care. They let them quit. They let them give up and they let them go back to the life that puts them in an unhealthy state. So let's be the freaking difference. I'm done. Guys. There's no better way to end today's episode. So go to dominationworkshop.com, sign up, let us pour into your team. If you're hearing words like burnout, the truth is they're bored. They're not being challenged. They don't feel like they're operating at their highest level. And people who are working on a really important mission never complain about burnout. Mother Teresa was not burned out. Martin Luther King was not burned out. People who have a big calling in life don't get burned out what they're saying is i'm bored you're not challenging me we i don't feel like we're operating at our highest potential we're not making the biggest impact so if your team's saying that get them to domination workshop and we'll have them flip that script and flip that switch so they can take your business to the next level and most importantly actually make a huge impact on the community because that's why you opened your gym we know it we'll see you guys next week bye Hey guys, Dustin Bogle here, and I wanted to invite you to my free group for gym owners. It's called Fitness Sales Made Simple, because I wanna show you how to convert more of your leads into sales, how to get more people to say yes to taking that leap of faith to join your program and to get healthy, fit, and more confident, all right? And so I'm gonna share my best sales strategies, but you gotta join the group to see what it's all about. And in fact, the minute you join, I'm gonna give you a free gift and that is a PDF called five ways to get more sales in your gym. So join the group. I'll tag you on the PDF and enjoy the free content. See you in the group.